Listening Dog Media. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like, if casual and cool, had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Here. Never before. Hello and welcome to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman, and Lindsay Hooper, who's not on the road this time, Lindsay. No, back in the studio for this one. <laughs> um, just to hear you gloat, David, about how great Arsenal are. We're all bracing ourselves. Yeah, no, it's been it, it's been a great week. Obviously, the uh, the Tottenham result was epic, um, and then the performance against Man United was it was special. I I felt. Um, you know, I was I was watching it and thinking like we're we're really going for it. There's like there's no sign of, of fear. There was you know, there was no nervousness or anything like that. Right from the off, you know, within I think it was four minutes we'd had two corners. You know, so it just showed you what, what Arsenal were intent on doing. Um, and I think that's been um, it's been that's been a highlight all through. And yeah. and at two two I think in seasons gone by, there would have been an epathy about, okay, you know, we'll get to the end of the match. We'll take a point. It's against one of the big rivals. But 
you didn't see that at all. It was full throttle. And what 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 Arsenal managed to do was like a pincer movement because you've got such great forward players who are all in their own right a threat. I think it leaves any other defence in the Premier League this season with a real problem because it's like, who do I mark? Because Odegaard's an issue from outside the area. We saw the goal from Saka, which was fantastic. So he can hit them. Martinelli can score. Xhaka's a threat. Then you add Enketia into the mix in replace of Jesus. And you've got five or six players that other teams just don't know where which way to be pulled. So um, seeing you go for it and absolutely strangle the life out of Manchester United's defence towards the end and get your rewards for it. I, I think, you know, if you go on to, to carry on with this form for the rest of the season, you'll deserve the title. Yeah, you know, if this if, if they have no injuries and we do carry on playing like this, then there's a really good chance we are going to get it. But, you know, the, the thing that I loved is like, it wasn't like just down one side, you know, it was down down the right side a little bit with Saka, you know, and then, um, you know, there was a lot of threat there and then it came like to the other side with Martinelli, you know, and then even, and it was funny because Gary Neville was talking about it, wasn't he, on commentary about, you know, it needs to get tighter, it needs to get tighter to, to Martinelli and as soon as he got tighter, they passed it inside him and, and they were in again, yeah. you know, so it was... Yeah, they just didn't know what to it do. Was a move, it was movement from all over the pitch from Arsenal that was, it was brilliant, it was great to see and, and exactly like what you said, Lindsay, about at 2-2, two, two. you know, I think that team would have settled for that maybe last season or the season before, but they didn't, you know, they they know that they're in, they're, they're, they're in with a chance, you know, and it's like, well, just go for it. You know, that's what I'm thinking, you know, that's all I think is like, just go for it and see what happens because it's, who, who would have thought that we'd have been talking about Arsenal being top of the league halfway through the halfway through the season? No, I, th- I think after the early decent start, so many people thought that it would fade away. And I think many highlighted the World Cup as as a point where there was going to be that break. Oh, let's see. And I and I, me included, I thought Manchester City after the World Cup break, because Haaland wasn't involved as well, I just thought that they would kick on and that Arsenal might drop some points. I mean, let's face it, going into this, I predicted a Man United win, didn't I? I thought, oh, they're going to drop some points. They, they lost to them last time. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're taking me by surprise. And, and something else we should mention is Leandro Trossard because credit to him coming into this Arsenal team who've been playing the way they've been playing. And when he was brought on, I thought his set-piece deliveries, he took a few corners, didn't he? Spot on. He, he absolutely slotted in to the way that Arsenal were playing and looked like he'd been playing with them for months. I know, yeah, it was great to see that, you know, like you say, some of his deliveries on set pieces, but the way that he he, he was getting the ball and then attacking, you know, he wasn't being safe, he wasn't like mm. going square or backwards, he was turning and having a go at the defenders and, uh, yeah, you know, and, and I think that's what you get when you when you make a sign like that, that you know is proven in the Premier League, it's always going to be a bonus because he knows what, what the pace is like, what the physicality is like, and he's used to it, you know, this is a team where he's, he's moved into a team that's a lot better than the one that he was at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and now he's got a chance of really expressing himself. And as soon as, like you said, as soon as he got the ball, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to get forward and create, you know, and he, and he nearly got in there. Is Jesus going to struggle to get back in the side? Because Enketia, when he's been needed and he's been called upon, he, he's been in the right place at the right time. He has. Eddie's got that knack of being in the right place in the box. You know, that, you know, a little bit like Ian Wright had. 
You know, he's always in the right place, little tappings. You know, even even his his second goal, you know, the, the deciding goal was was a brilliant finish. Mm. You know, it was so awkward yeah. for him to like to try and contort his body. Yeah, and instinctive, you know, and it was just it for him, you know, there, there was a lot of doubters, you know, and I wasn't fully convinced, if I'm honest, you know, because I'd I'd seen him play a few times and then I'd seen him play and have really quiet games, you know, when he when he was given a start. But he always seemed to have a real good impact when he came on as a sub. Mm. But now we're seeing his his full game, you know, and it's it's great. You know, he's, he's a young lad that's he's had to work really hard for where he's got to, you know, and always trying to prove himself. You know, trying to prove other people wrong. And you know, I've got I had a big history of that trying to prove people wrong, and that's what he seems to be doing. But now he's like he's really proving them wrong, and, and it's brilliant for Arsenal because. Now we can look at the Jesus situation and think, well, if it is going to be a long-term injury, there's no rush, mm-hmm. you know, because, okay, we haven't signed a striker, but Eddie's really stepped up. So it's, it's just brilliant. As Callum's the Man United fan. And Callum, I, how do you feel? Yeah, I, wa- I want to know because the performance <laughs> from Man United was, was decent still. You know, we've seen improvement from them. I did resist texting your mate because I thought no I better not do (laughs) as soon as that match ended I thought right I'm leaving my phone upstairs (laughs) turn that off straight away Um, yeah I I think I don't I I was disappointed obviously Um, but I think it was the nature of it as well because I think you could see it coming it was a bit like uh, Pistol Palace uh, Crystal Palace (laughs) um, in in the week where you you knew that goal was coming in, in in a way so I was disappointed but I think in terms of, like, I, th- I don't think anyone expected United to be where they are either hmm. um, at the start of the season. So um, I think at the start of the season, everyone was saying United's a good season for United is top four finish and maybe a cup, um, which it looks like it m- might happen. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think it's worth getting ahead of ourselves. And you have to remember as well, Ten Hag's been in it six months. Arteta's where he is after three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and... and- you know, look at look at the 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 amount of times that people were really questioning Arteta. You know, so like with Ten Hag, he, he had like a massive problem to deal with straight away with Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. You know, and he had all that to deal with, and then he, he and now he's settling down, and and people can see they can see the improvement slowly happening. You know, like you said, Man United were like they were way off it, but now as soon as they, they've got a little bit of confidence, and they're what they're still fourth. You know, so. Yeah, and the good thing is United now have played both games against Arsenal and both games against City. All right, yeah. Mm. And Fernandez is coming back into his own again. I do think that whatever you say, I'm sure there's no bad blood, but he is better without Ronaldo in that team. And Casemiro clearly has brought on Manchester United's midfield immeasurably but Fernandez is becoming that player that's demanding the ball again wanting to to lead attacks whereas I think he went a bit absent when Ronaldo was back in the side so I think you're seeing the best of him um I'm interested though Callum you saying you know oh Arteta's had three years Ten Hag's had three months so what are you predicting for in three years time then I think if they continue the way that they are doing I think there's a chance they can be it depends if Pep's still around. Um, but there's a chance they could be at least closer to the title and be in an actual title race. Yeah. What about if they get Harry Kane? Ooh. Oh, then 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 it's done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, but that does sound like the perfect match, that. 
Do you think it was yeah, it does. slightly fortunate that um, United didn't have Casemiro in this game? He's one of their main players. That's like taking party out of our team. Yeah. You know, he's a massive influence. He's not... And McTominay he's is not, not on the level. No, of course he's not. But, no. you know, it's it, it's what it was. But, like, yeah, he, he is a big miss for them. You know, for, for us, party being out in that game would have been a massive loss for us. But, um, you know, it's... it's there's two players there that I would have loved to have seen go up against each other, but um, maybe next season. I think Casemiro, though, he was a huge miss. He He's made the difference. Just being present in that team make, makes a difference. I mean, the fact that um, Fernandez is that player that seems to thrive on being needed. He's not great with loads of big names around him. And I think when it comes to the transfer market, Callum, that's what you've got to be careful with. If if you're going to build a team around Casemiro and Fernandez and Ericsson, then you've really got to be careful who else you bring in. Because I don't think he, he deals with having big names or competition. I think he's just someone who wants to pull everybody else up. He's that sort of player. Fernandez is like an only child. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the attitude of an only child as well careful <laughs> careful so I am as well Linz don't worry about it but, um... <laughs> I know but he, you know, and then when you look at uh, Rashford as well Lindsay oh, what about his goal yeah and, and his threat he just looks like so much in, he's in great form he's got so much more confidence now um, his goal was was so special because he he hit it so well with a bit of fade on it like so like started outside the post and then came back in and you know Aaron I got no chance you know and um you know with all right with Aaron with it with the second goal I think he got he got um he got put off a little bit by Tommy Asu jumping up with him and got caught in a decision of whether to catch it or punch it mm. um you know and I think that's why he ends up he ends up fumbling it straight to um Martinez, yeah, you know, so that you know, he'll be, he'll, he knows that he knows that that's you know a little bit down to him. De Gea with the, I think it was the second goal with the messing, the messing about at the back again, getting caught, um, you know. So a couple of like not goalkeeping errors. Well, yeah, they they are errors, but you know they're not big blunders if you know what I mean. You know, mm. but. But both of them still made saves. You know, Aaron made a brilliant save just before the second goal. De Gea did for Enketia, didn't he? Yeah, Enketia had a really good chance. Yeah, ex- exactly. You know, and you know, and I, and I look at the the De Gea situation, and I'm thinking, well, why why hasn't he been? Why hasn't he signed a contract? Because his contract's up in the summer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I yeah. know that he's he's actually admitted that he he, he wants to sign a new one. Um, you know, so I don't know what's quite going on there, you know, because there's a lot of, a lot of talk about Raya going there and, you know, a few others, but yeah, I just, I find that strange that he hasn't signed yet. Would that unsettle him? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Because you don't know what you, where you're going to be, you know? So then you, then you start, I would imagine that he, he, well, not him, but his agents will, will be asking around. They'll be asking around other clubs and that's a distraction. Mm. You know, he's been at the club for a long time. You know, his his family will be settled. He needs to know whether he's going to be staying or going, you know, and I find it really strange that his contract is actually going to be be up in the summer. Problem is he's um, had that contract where he's the, I think he's the highest paid goalkeeper in the world, but he's not the best goalkeeper in the world. 
Yeah. So I think it's that they're now stuck in a between a rock and a hard place as to whether they he has to take her wage deduction probably, or they can bring someone else in cheaper. Yeah, I do. You know, and if he if he's like trying to be stubborn about still trying to get that, then he needs to be a little bit more realistic. You know, because exactly what you said, he's he's not the best in the world. He's not even the Spanish number one. He's not even in the squad. You know, so you know he needs to he needs to have a reality check, really. Um, you know, and I can't imagine that it'll be all about the money. You know, because you play for Man United. You know, I, I I know it sounds weird, but I, when I was at QPR, I signed for less money to sign for Arsenal than I was offered at QPR. Really? You know, sometimes it's about. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd got because my contract was running up and not QPR because I was like, you know, the top player there, and they offered me a lot more money than what I signed for at Arsenal. Mm. <laughs> the taxi, so I got a taxi to to Arsenal when I was going to sign the um, the contract. Uh, I've been in London. I got in the cab, and the, and the cab's like, "Oh, what are you doing uh, at Hybrid, Dave? Are you signing for Arsenal?" I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Really?" <laughs> she was like, "Brilliant." He went. <laughs> and he went, but you know they don't pay very well, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, should... yes, I do know. <laughs> you could have brought the taxi driver in for negotiations. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Seaman Says. Hey guys, Robbie Williams here. Hope you're enjoying this episode of Seaman Says. Don't forget to check out my chat with David right here. David Seaman and Lindsay Hooper. This is Seaman Says. There was a few other games at the weekend. Um, none that were as big as what uh, the Arsenal Man United was. <laughs> <laughs> but City, City against Wolves, Lindsay, that was mm. another like amazing display from Haaland, wasn't it? Another hat trick. He's got 25 goals already and it's yeah. January. So if we do the maths. I know. Halfway he, through. Uh, could oh, that, could he eclipse 45? Uh, yeah, and Southampton, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. yeah. Everton? But like, who, who was it that's done? What's the, what is the most in a season? Isn't it still Clive Allen? Oh, are we going back that far? I mean... In... Oi. <laughs> Football didn't exist playing. back then. <laughs> I know. I'm only privy yeah, I'm to the Premier League, Premier League stats. Yeah, I'm only pri- yeah, privy exactly. to those. Yeah. Uh, I, think he, I think if he eclipses 45 goals, then that will be the first time in a very long time. I, I can't... It's got to be in 20 years that we've had someone get that many, surely. How yeah, many... I don't know, else. Well, I don't know, what, I don't know what, the, what the highest is, you know. 34 Andy Cole and Alan Shearer but that was back in 94, 95 right wasn't there more game like like, like a a game or two more back then there's only two weren't there there'd only be two more or was it yeah I mean not really I think Salah in terms of a 38 game season a few years ago thought got 32 so he's gonna do it 
It's going to be yeah. his eyes closed. Yeah. Hopping yeah. <laughs> around on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> what What was the game like? You know, because I, you know, I, I just quickly looked at the highlights and um, and I just saw that he got three, and I was just like, oh my god. You yeah, know, but- I, I was listening to some of the commentary, and then I was I was what I was watching the highlights as well. I think, um, in, and also. If ever anyone is wondering about games that aren't televised, because it was it was the one two o'clock that wasn't on Sky, so often you can get um, live text commentary, which is something else that I look at to see or how how are Wolves actually playing? Because when it comes to the highlights, we all know we'll see the goals and we'll see the setup or big chances, but we won't see a yeah. true reflection of what it was like for nil nil for all that time in the first half. Um, so I think it was tight to begin with from from some of the commentary that I read um, and was listening to. I, I think Wolves have definitely turned a corner under Lopetegui, but the quality on show, I think there was a r- real disparity between the two teams mm. in terms of the final third. I mean, you've got a team, as Adam likes to point out, that don't have many goals, and then you've got one player that just can't score, stop scoring goals. So, And that's without counting anyone else either I mean Mares, I think, has us, been, yeah, has been brilliant the last few the last few games for City I thought yeah. um, but they they also had a bit of a point to prove um, they've dropped yeah. key points in, in the last few matches I think everyone's thought City will come good and yeah they came good against us um, but you know it wasn't a mauling I don't think it was a mauling it was a Harlanding yeah yeah, <laughs> it was a Harlanding. I like that. And Gundogan could have <laughs> and probably should have got a fourth at the at the death. Yeah, there, yeah. How, that header yeah. went yeah, straight that, over the bar. Yeah, I saw a few. You know, Jose Sar made a few few decent saves as well. You know, but we didn't see Edison that involved, though, did we? No, that's no, my concern. Hardly anything. Mm. Yeah. And then what about what? What are they calling it? The El Sakiko or something? El Sakiko. <laughs> It's easy for me to say. <laughs> yeah, the West Ham against Everton game. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I thought West Ham would have too much anyway. But um, you know, what 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 are your feelings on on Frank now, Lindsay? Well, rumours are it's going to happen today. Yeah. Did 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 you see the clip of him being? Um, there was a video that went round prior to the game from the team hotel where some Everton fans sort of accosted Frank and were being really friendly, but asking him some questions and it was all being recorded. And I thought yeah. he looked terrified. But it was a, it's, it's, it's a big blow for Everton. And, you know, they didn't have, they didn't create a lot of chances, you know, and I, you know, I didn't see Fabianski making loads of saves. They, it was just a- they just don't look like they're on the same page, do they? They, I, I mean, if there was one no. partnership that I thought showed promise, and I hated it when Connor Cody went there on loan, but I thought Cody and Tarkovsky looked like an understanding had been reached and that there was something to build on. Mm. But they've not looked great together either in the last few matches. I, you know, we've seen Cody no. look a, a bit brittle as well at the back. Um I, re- I really worry for Everton. I've got them in my three to go down now. I mean, we did a refresh, didn't we, of who we think is going to go down. And I don't think there's many that wouldn't have Everton in there now because yeah. where where are they going to get these points from? They can't be, they can't even get anything from these games where there's so much riding on it. You you just wonder. I know, you know, and then and then if they do sack Frank, you know, then where did they go? Did they go somewhere like Sean Dyche? You know, where I've heard his name mentioned. 
I think that's the rumour, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. You know, and he's, you know, you think to yourself, well, if he comes in, is he going to be a little bit like what Sam Allardyce used to do? You know, like straight away makes that defensive unit a lot tighter um, or makes the whole team a lot tighter defensively. Um, it's just, mm. yeah, it's Play a shame, you know, because, yeah, but, you know, hoofball, mm-hmm. if it keeps you up, it keeps you up. You know, I, I, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't, have lot, quite a few trophies doing hoofball. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the other name that's uh, that's been thrown into it is uh, Bielsa. As well. Whoa. Now, considering the situation Leeds were in last season, yeah, would you would you think that's a good hire? No, no, because for for me, Bielsa's not. I don't think he's going to get not, the, that team to work yeah. for him. Like, no, yeah, he's not defensively minded. They're is not going to go from naught to a hundred, are they? So they'd be they'd be winning like you know if they're going to win, it'll be like eight seven. <laughs> just winning <laughs> yeah I don't I know I can't I can't see that being I can see Sean Dice being more of a match for for what Everton need right now you know because they're shipping goals um, they've got they've got no confidence um, you know and you know how long do Everton leave it with Frank you know because there's a you know there's a lot of stuff that's been deflected, you know, because a lot of the fans are having a right go at the board. You know, we talked about this last week when, you know, the, you know, for me, the, the board and the owner, he's put his money where his mouth is. Mm. You know, so it's it's how it's been dealt with that's the problem. Um, you know, and in Frank, they've got a good manager, but can he, can he get that motivation right? You know, at the moment, it just seems like that everything is going wrong at Everton. Well, he's got no goal scorers either. I think that's, that's, yeah the trickiest thing they're not yeah. really coming from anywhere and Calvert-Lewin's had such such time off the pitch that he's just doesn't look like his old self at all yeah and and you sell Richarlison as well you know and mm. that's one of your best players you know you don't replace him you know so that yeah they've had that blows around you know and, and it's, it's it's a shame you know because they're in real danger a word on West Ham as well who got Danny Ings in so we talk about Everton not having strikers and is that five Premier League clubs now, Adam? I mean, your, yours was one of them. What, for Villa, Danny Ings? Southampton. It's a funny one. Yeah, because, Danny Ings, it's five Premier yeah, League clubs now, surely. That last move didn't work out for Before. anyone. It didn't work out for Saints. It didn't work out for Danny Ings and it didn't work out for Villa, clearly. Um, I think it's a shrewd bit of business for West Ham because I think if they, mm. they play to his strengths, he's a great finisher. He's a good striker and he'll he'll do the business. Um it was really funny actually when we obviously we played them at the weekend and lost unfortunately but um, there was this beautiful moment where the away support turned to to our support and went uh, he left because you're shit he left because you're daddy he left because you're shit and it took a second it's like no 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 I- he left because you're shit. He left because you. It was so funny. It's like, hang on, how are you leveling that at us? He's just left you. Where's the logic? It was brilliant. <laughs> but like, but when he's when he's now he's at West Ham. Where where will he play? You know, will he go straight in? Because like before the game on at the weekend, you'd have thought, oh, he'll go in and take Bowen's place, wouldn't you? Uh, well, for Saints, he always led the press. So I think he, he, you put him on instead of Antonio. I think you put him straight up there and you get the ball yeah. to him. He's such a yeah. true finisher. You just yeah. you stick him up top and you mm. you feed him. 
which is not yeah. what happened at Villa. I think uh, it's between him and Skamaka, isn't it, really? But I think it depends on the opposition. But I think it's between but, him and Skamaka. But Danny Ings has proven it. Like, he, he nearly won a golden boot for Saints. He nearly won the golden boot that season for Southampton. That's mental. And he wasn't yeah. even on penalties. Yeah. Get this lad up top. He's going to score for them. West Ham will be fine if they use it, play him to his strengths. Right. So uh, this weekend, I've been home alone because Frankie's gone to Paris with her friend, right, for a little girl's weekend out. And um, ah. so, like, I've got all my food in the fridge and everything. And I was watching, <laughs> and I was watching the Leeds game. Uh, no, I was watching the um, the Liverpool Chelsea game, and I and I got it like ten minutes in, and I was like. Do you know what? I'm going to press record and I'm going to the lake. <laughs> because I was, because like when, when Frankie told me that she was going to Paris and like for the week, I was like, yes, a week of fishing. But the weather, oh my God, the weather's been shocking. I woke up this morning, it was minus six here, right? So all the lakes are frozen. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> they've all got lids on them. I can't yeah. fish them. <laughs> got lids on them. <laughs> When I, when I got to the lake, what, so there's two lakes where I go and fish. One of them's frozen. And for some reason, the other one isn't, but it's a bit deeper. So that's why. And there, and there was a, a lad fishing it. And I was like, please tell me you didn't stay overnight. He went, yeah. And I went, you must have been freezing. And anyway, he said he reckoned he got this really good sleeping bag and everything, but he didn't, he didn't caught anything. And then asked, and I just had a walk around to see if I could see anything. But, but now, that lake's frozen as well. So like all the lakes are frozen. I I am no fisherwoman, but <laughs> to me, what fish are going to be out swimming around in that weather? Surely when it's frozen <laughs> like that, they just hide and keep warm and hibernate. And, and on the lakes, they, they do a little bit. And in the rivers, it's a bit different because in the lakes, they can just, they, can, they, like, they go almost like, what do you call it? Torpid or whatever. So they like this semi-hibernate, so they don't move. So then they don't need to replace that lost energy. But in the rivers, it's a bit different because they're always moving because there's a current. So then they have to eat a little bit. They don't eat as much, you know, but like now, so like straight after this, I'm just looking at the weather. The sun's out, so I might go and try and do a bit of pike fishing. Yeah, so I went to that, and, I, and then as I was there, I looked at the uh, at the score, and it was like nil nil, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> make the right decision." That, yeah, that, that, that recording deleted straight yeah. away when I get home. <laughs> I can't believe that, David. As a as a goalkeeper, how about if that had been a nil nil because both goalkeepers had made twenty saves each? Yeah, could it could have been the most entertaining nil nil, but you delete it. It's because it was Liverpool Chelsea. You know? a former yeah. goal. Oh, yeah. I'm retired now. I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. I want ten nine. <laughs> there was something to say about the the Liverpool Chelsea game, though, because Mudrick, which we've not spoken to you about, David, but he clearly flirted with Arsenal for a while. You know, showing him a bit of leg, <laughs> and then decided. To get in bed with Chelsea. When he when he came on, he looked really good. You know, I was really impressed with a lot of his with his control, the with the way that he was going past defenders, the little passes that he saw. I was impressed. You know, when he when he came on, he, he looked he looked special. I was thinking, mm, I would have liked him at Arsenal if I'm honest, but he's gone for the money. Who <laughs> <laughs> would have? Who uh, would he replace in the Arsenal squad though? I know. I don't think he's well, better than Arsenal's options. 
No, you, you would think, you know, that Martinelli would be the one, you know, because he's, he's that, when he came off of Liverpool, he was left side, weren't he? Hmm. So, you know, would it be Martinelli mm. or would it be would it be as another striker? Then you've got the problem of, of Jesus and, and Eddie. So, yeah, I, I know what you mean. That's why, you know, I said last week that I'm quite happy that he didn't because it, it would have upset. The, the squad, I'm sure it would have, as much as as how good he is. Well, you look at where Arsenal are in the table, You from Mudrick's yeah. point of view, you're right. It has to be about the money, doesn't it? Because yeah. why wouldn't you, for half a season, go and get a, a winner's medal, potentially? Mm. Doesn't make any sense. No. You know, and, you know we, we can't compete with the likes of Chelsea, you know, on the financial side of deals. Um, you know, and, it, and it's a well-known fight, but, you know, then you know if we if we do something really special this year, then that puts us back up and being able to bid for for big players because they will think, well, what do you do? You know, these big players have got lots of money already, mm. and then it's about what 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 do you want to do? We're London, yeah, and we're winning trophies. That's where we need to get to to attract these. Fill big the bank players. or fill the trophy cabinet. It sounds like you're talking to Harry Kane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you reckon he might do a soul? <laughs> Come to us. <laughs> Never. No, he's not that daft, is he? <laughs> With Trossard, though, joining from, from Brighton, it's like, he's got it made. He's gone halfway through the season to a title-winning contender. It's like, just give me the medal, the, the, the league-winning medal oh, no. now. Lucky or oh. okay. <laughs> yeah. that's how you do it. Because <laughs> I was at the training ground on on Friday, and um, you know, and I, and I was like looking at, at Sky because they have the screens on and everything. And I was looking at Sky News, and they were on about, oh yeah, you know, we we think he's signed and everything. <laughs> and I was like looking across the canteen, and he was sat at the table having his lunch. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I think he already has signed, yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seaman says in conversation. Just before we introduce my guest this week, just a quick reminder to make sure that you hit follow on your podcast app and leave us a review. It really helps us. So thanks in advance. Right. This week, I thought I'd bring on a fellow Yorkshireman who just happened to be my bullseye partner. And it also happens that he's a Man United fan. Please welcome Joe Cullen. We were just chatting earlier and I said, like, who would have thought we were talking about Arsenal being top of the league halfway through the season? It's a, it's a little bit like when Liverpool started doing well, because I always thought that like, Liverpool's midfield was like average, but it just worked, didn't it? And I think that, yeah. that's, a lot of that is with Arsenal. I, there's not a lot of players I would have at United out of the Arsenal team, but it's just, it's working at the minute. It's, it's Joe, just we're old, a bit like yeah. There's not a lot of players that you'd have at the Arsenal yeah, team. Yeah, Saka. No, not a lot. Odegaard. I think probably have three or four. I'd have Saka. Yeah, go on. I wouldn't have, I'd prefer Bruno. Okay. I'd have Saka. I'd probably have, uh, probably Zinchenko because I don't think our left back's very good. 
Right. Uh, I'd have Jesus because we haven't got a striker. And then yeah. I'm struggling then. There's a lot of talk of you getting a big striker though, isn't there? There's a lot of talk of Harry yeah. Kane going there. How would you yeah, feel about just, that? I, I, I think that someone like you would get us closer to, yeah. to the title. But I've, I've actually just seen this morning he's open to signing again for Tottenham and it's just, I think he'd just be a massive waste there. Yeah. It then starts thinking like to me like remember Steve I don't know whether you remember Steve Bull Lindsay Unknown from Wolves oh I know Wolves. Steve Bull legend um, yeah you know he, he just, yeah but he just stayed at the club didn't he a bit and a bit like Tis Adam you know like these players that they love the club and then they end yeah. up just staying Sierra. there without Sierra as well yeah mm. yeah true you know but, they end up staying there without really winning anything Steve Bull it was the championship though it wasn't he wasn't even playing top flight so Coventry came in to offer him a chance to play in the Premier League and he was that dedicated that he stayed with Wolves to try and get promotion I think yeah. I think that's a, a whole other realm of loyalty I think I mean Harry Kane yeah, is still going to yeah. get plaudited yeah, you, you, get, you get a lot of players like that don't you? yeah I don't think being at Spurs is the yeah. equivalent of Steve Ball being at Wolves to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> as much no, as, as much if I'm honest, I, I hope he goes to Man United. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love him to go to Man United. He won't guarantee trophies. He missed the ball last year going to City, didn't he? Well, yeah. 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 I don't think that was his option though, was it? It was um yeah, it was like uh, people above him didn't want him to go. Yeah, but, um, well, you yeah. would do because I think I think obviously Spurs are struggling at the minute, and it looks like Conte is going to leave as well. So I think yeah. if they lose him as well, it's I think I don't think they're heading the right direction then. No, no, exactly. You know, they're they're open to keep hold of him, but you know, it just depends on his ambition. You know, what what does he want to do? Yeah, yeah. So, like I say, he's a, he's a brilliant player, but I think he'd be wasted there. But I think if you look at the way United, obviously, I'm, I'm a massive United fan and. This this year, you can see what Ten Hag's trying to do, and yeah, and it, it was a weird one because we was always sort of touted to get Pochettino, and then it was available, and then they went for Ten Hag, and I always thought it was strange like that, but I think you can see why now. He's I think he's handled every sort of situation brilliantly, yeah. especially like the Ronaldo thing. Yeah, a lot, of managers, a lot of managers would have just caved and said, "Oh yeah, you can play," but he just yeah. stuck by his guns. How did you feel as a United fan when when all that was happening? You know, because when I when I looked at it, I thought I thought it was brilliant that Ronaldo had gone back to you. But then when he when he done that interview with Piers, and I was like, you know, and the way that he was acting on the touchline, I was just like, no, this is not. Yeah, it's, I, I don't it's like just, this. Obviously, he's always been an amazing player. I think he's arguably the greatest ever. But he's just, I think he's tarnished his reputation a bit. At United, like, I speak to a lot of United fans, and yeah. How many, how many United fans would have said, you know, get him out of the club, you, you'd have been begging to have him back. And I, I think there was a massive minority that wanted him at the club. The, the majority wanted him out because he's just, you can't, you can't go around doing stuff like that. You imagine if Fergie was in charge when he's doing oh. it, it wouldn't happen, would it? No, no, exactly. It's Man United. It's not, you know, not like the club that he's at now. And it's, it's this is Man United and it's still got that prestige about it. I thought Ten Hag dealt with it brilliantly. Yeah, I did. You know, I, I think everything's sort of thrown his way. He's dealt with really well. He's, he's really impressed me. He just doesn't take any rubbish and no one's got sort of a divine right to be in the team every every week. And he's just, he's just ruthless. I, I really like him. Yeah, and he, yeah. he wasn't proven by any stretch because Ajax, of course, you know, Dutch league, that, that transition to Premier League, lots of people had question marks over that. So it had to be more of a long-term project with Ten Hag anyway. But like you say, his decisions early on in his tenure probably means that he'll, he'll stay there um, and they won't pull the trigger. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like I said, I'm, I'm really... He's just... It's just the way his man management. It's just it's just brutal. Like Harry Maguire, eighty million pound defender, 
And I don't think any anyone would like your captain and your most expensive player sat on the bench, but he's just... Yeah, but let's face it, he's not really an £80 million. No, yeah, well, the Man United United VAT was on top of that, wasn't it? (laughs) There's more from our chat with Joe coming up on Wednesday, so hit the follow button on your podcast app and stay tuned. Don't forget, you can find us now on TikTok, so just search for Seaman Podcast and follow. We'll see you right here on Wednesday. This is a listening dog media production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.